Chill out. What the hell is going on? Like, we real life be fighting. Like, he be putting his paw up there trying to move your hand down. I'll be like, no, stop. Get the fuck out. <laughs> Nigga said, get the fuck out. And he real life bigger than me now, so I gotta find somebody to take him because. Not bigger than me. Yo, he. <laughs> Nigga was on my back early, I almost passed out. Mm. Hey guys. Welcome to Say. about to get this shit started. We on a regular live today because Keisha is in here. But that is okay. That is okay. <coughs> We're gonna do this shit the old school way. With just the the phone prompt. <laughs> Fuck it. But thank y'all for tuning in. We're gonna get started when a couple more people join. I'm gonna keep letting this drink hit me for a little bit longer. Hit me! Uh. Hmm. Yeah. I'm really like, Instagram really fucked my head up when they made this change. Yo, that Instagram that update was wild as shit. Yo, I don't like going up top to go grab shit. Yeah. You got yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. the archives feature is really cool. See, I don't be knowing all that. There's so much shit at the bottom that I don't care about. I gotta look on so We about to have a tutorial. It has it now where it has your archive pictures and your stories, so you can go on the day of. Oh, I, I saw that. Yeah, I saw that. Post, like repost your stories. Well, my shit was already doing that before the update. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, like it would pop up as a notification, but like you can literally go back and post the whole entire day of your story. Oh no, they supposed to the they supposed to delete after twenty four hours. Well, you know, definitely <laughs> did they really delete. That was the no, point. That's exactly what that is. That's how niggas. Right. But yo, I'm gonna tell y'all some real shit. That's that's what used to get niggas uh, fucked up on on Facebook. I ain't gonna bullshit. I got caught up on Facebook years ago because you thought she was deleting the message whole time. You put that shit in the archive whole time. They cracking target shit, getting your shit. Boy, boy. When you delete a message, you had to go delete the archive with that motherfucker. Like, yo, talk about uh, talk about arguments. Hella arguments for no reason. You over here talking? All I said was good morning. Well, why'd you delete it? Cause of this. Can't even say hello. You want her to have a good morning? My morning is perfectly fine. Shit like that. Conversation just like that. Just like that. You want to know how other motherfuckers is doing? How am I doing? I'm not doing good. Cause you being nosy. Uh, I'm a, uh, what, what I used to say I was? Uh, 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 reform. That's it. Reform that. Mm. I feel it. I feel the reform in you. You said what? You cannot delete your Here you go. Yeah. Yeah, you can. Whatever Dre is here, it's not. Well, Dre is now fucking with football niggas. A new, a new football nigga now. So we already know she just stays between the NBA and the NFL. So well, leave Dre alone. I have no problem with Dre. All right. <laughs> no That's a beautiful light skinned little thing right there. But she definitely she get around. Step up, step, step up, step. My bad, I'm sorry. I thought you know. Tupac said the best. I get the. Worst. I apologize, Dre. If you just so happen to have a hit. Dre, if you ever hear this episode, how you doing? Can I get some, okay. I get some tickets okay. to the football game? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> you you dating one of them niggas? Can I get a ticket to a game? Steady wallet. Okay. Uh, welcome back. To this week's episode of Talks with Slick, of course, with me, your host, Slick C. What it do, ski. Okay, this is episode 93. We are in the building, and today we are talking about relationship PTSD. Hmm. But before we get the show started, you already know, we have to fucking welcome the fan. Even though it's only one fan, 
<laughs> only one fam today. Only one fam. I mean, we got more fam in the building, but only one fam that's going to really introduce himself. So, bro, bro. Okay, you do not want to miss out. I swear. Y'all know I'm not even a drinker, but I actually look forward to, like, her These drinks, drinks when I come in this bitch. Facts. Like, yeah. And I run through them every week. <laughs> them bitches be gone. Okay. I'll be collecting them and shit. It's like, it's, it's really like, if they're just one in there. She still the has area. her pouches. She still has her gallon. She still has her three gallon drinks. So make sure y'all follow her on all social media so that you can get yours. Okay. On Instagram, it's muffins underscore mixes. On Facebook, it's muffins mixes 365. Make sure you follow her and let her know that I sent you when you order. Okay. Um, so yeah, like I said, this week's topic, we are talking about relationship PTSD. Um, I saw a post on Twitter. That's what triggered this topic. But I can't remember what the post was. Nevertheless, um, this is a real thing. Um, so I, let's start off with, cause y'all know I love to start off with the definition of shit. We're going to actually start off with the definition of what PTSD <clears throat> is. Okay. It's a disorder in which a person has difficulty recovering. After experiencing or witnessing a terrifying event, okay, the condition may last months or years, months or years, with triggers that can bring back memories of the trauma accompanied by intense emotional and physical reactions. Okay, a lot of people don't realize that those are the things that happen in your next relationship, which causes your next relationship not to prosper. I'll say because you kind of have a PTSD from your last one. There's certain things that the last person did that if the next person shows a sign of you immediately on it, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Th those little triggers that kind of take you back to that pain and that trauma, it's a form of PTSD, you know what I mean? So this kind of goes into the mental health aspect of it as well, which I know I love to talk about so much. Um, but I'll say, have you felt, felt like you've ever had PTSD from a past relationship? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I feel like, especially from my daughter, me and my daughter's relationship, daughter's mom's relationship, I feel like <clears throat> we, age-wise, was at an age where I guess she's supposed to be somewhat mature about certain things. And yeah, that's what they say. Yeah. <laughs> whole time we was two kids, pregnant, going through high school, college drama still, mm -hmm. while all trying to say I'm an adult. So, shit that came from, and again, this is not, this is not any, any sense of bashing people before us. It's simply saying that this is shit that went on that definitely triggers. Like, yeah. my, my daughter's mother is one of those type of people, she gonna blame you for some shit to clean, to, to clean up anything that she may have fucked up that week. Mm -hmm. May not be of anything you've done. So somebody keep blaming you, you feel me? Like that's a form of it in my sense. Yeah, or yeah. the whole putting pressure on you to be something that we both know I'm not. I feel that. So I feel, that I feel like those those are the two that probably triggered me the mm -hmm. most after we broke up. I'll say for me, um, one of my main triggers is yelling. I will literally tell a man, do not yell at me, mm -hmm. okay? At one point in time, a yell was a smack. So, that's how quick that shit was. <laughs> right. You feel me? Like, soon as a nigga get the yelling, I get the throwing hands because it's a trigger for me. You know what I'm saying? It was a relationship that I had in the past where I constantly got screamed on. Mm -hmm. And I mean, like, back into the corner, him standing on top of me, bop, 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 screaming at me. You feel me? And from that moment forward, Anytime a man raised his voice, I instantly got into defense. Instantly want to fight. You know what I'm saying? Like your brother ain't shit. <coughs> what you say? Oh, don't tell Jeremy. I do be yelling. <laughs> your brother ain't shit. My little brother on the line talking about me yelling. Go to hell. I do be yelling. But what I'm saying is that it came from that initial re relationship. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I wasn't always a defensive partner. But when I got with that certain person, mm -hmm. I kind of turned into that type of person. And that's where I became, you know what I mean? That That's why I had that real violent streak when it came to my partners. Mm -hmm. I thought that that was normal shit. You know what I mean? The PTSD in it, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Just kind of set in and 
whenever I went forward with anybody, like I said, if they yelled, it shit just went left. Mm-hmm. You feel me? So I'll say that's probably one of my main ones. Um, and then sometimes it can come from watching other relationships. I was you girl, get out yeah. my head, yeah. yo. I'm about to say, I was I, to I, say well, relationships see, definitely. The definition, end. It says yeah. experiencing yeah. all Especially witnesses, like <laughs> your parents' relationships. Yeah, yeah. Like, yep. I grew yep. up in a household like with an abusive father, like so. I I don't play fight. Mm-hmm. I don't do none of that shit. Like, like I was going to say, I was going to actually speak on that. Like I know a few people who grew up, and some of them have kind of met someone. Who is patient with them and is, you know, kind of trying to work them out of that space or whatever. But I know several people who do not attach to anyone because they saw that type of shit in their parents growing up. And it's like, they haven't seen a regular calm love. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? All they see is domestic violence, arguing, drugs, you know what I'm saying? So they only can equate that type of shit to relationships. So it's like, if I don't want to deal with that, I can't be in a relationship. And they genuinely, genuinely won't. Yeah, like and my, that's a form of PTSD. <clears throat> I'm, I'm glad you brought that my up. My uncle, growing up, my uncle and my aunt, they definitely like, high school sweethearts, been together, joint that they had been through hell and back. How would I've seen the ends and out of their relationship more than I've seen my mother and my stepfather's relationship. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <clears throat> to the point where when someone tells me I'm loud, or whatever the case may be, not loud, I just speak with a lot of aggression, emotion behind it, because in order for my uncle to get his point across growing up, it was did. loud, it was emotion, because at the end of the day, a woman could speak however, whatever tone it is, and that's, she won. That's, mm-hmm. we believe that. Mm-hmm. So, my, I guess you feel me, when it comes to, when I defend myself, or when I feel like I gotta stand up for myself, the octave right now, this is me talking, but this shit can turn the fuck up real quick. Yeah. And it's not even like, and, and I don't be knowing that shit. Like, but I, when somebody be like, yo, why you yelling? Why you so? I'll be like, you know what? You got that. Yeah, I feel how I feel. I don't need to take that with me. But it do happen like that. Like, she tell you quick and fast in the Like, that shit happens out of nowhere. We can, <laughs> shit can be fine. Shit can be regular. Yeah, no problem. Then all of a sudden, that trick something will happen and then automatic that's what I run back to because that's my defensive mechanism. You, you feel me? Like you're not gonna say that because this voice gonna scare the shit out of you. Oh, shit. Not scared. And then I was You feel me? But 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 you feel me like you're not gonna keep like what you saying is like making me feel very less than what the fuck I really am and what you saying really has no weight to it. So I'ma just add this weight to this shit and hope that this stern voice and this motherfucking shit and that leads me nowhere. And that nowhere. Nowhere. Of PTSD. Nowhere. I'm about to say, that's another reason why a lot of guys can't deal with women yelling at them. Yeah. Because they were raised by their mothers who were constantly yeah. yelling at them. Yeah. You yeah. Know, another form of that shit. Also. DPD definitely was, yeah, sweet woman. But, yo, she, single mother home, she was definitely cheating you. Mm-hmm. It's that tough love shit. And, and, and that's one thing that. I try my hardest not to do with my daughter, to not, when I get mad with her, yeah, as a parent, you know, you get a little loud, whatever, but I never want her to think that that's normal with nobody, you feel me? Like, I've seen how that is with certain relationships that I've been in, certain women I've tried to date. You get loud on a woman once or twice, it's automatic. The moment that you do it, it's like you hit them. Even though your voice is loud, you feel me? You ain't physically doing nothing to them. But you can see a woman shut down quick when a nigga get loud. Like, when a nigga get... Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's when you feel me like it's... Yeah, yeah. so you really do got to watch yourself with that I want to kind of go into this comment on the live. This is uh, from my brother again. Can you read that for me, bro? Uh, as soon as a woman starts yelling, the conversation is over. It's down here from there, but that doesn't help either. How do I win in that type of situation? Now, the reason I want to piggyback on that comment is because those are two forms of mm-hmm. relationship PTSD mm-hmm. battling each other. Mm-hmm. Now, with a guy, when a woman starts yelling, of course, it could be a trigger from his mother yelling or past relationships of women, they, you know, he's dealt with yelling. When it comes to the woman, that's a trigger because when men don't entertain the argument, mm-hmm. they feel like they don't care they don't for care. past relationships, fuck. you know but what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. As far as winning in that, in that scenario... Um, I always say, you know, it's best to separate and come back when you can have the conversation. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Um, it's you got to find 
a woman who is, I'll say, experienced enough, rational enough, or have gone through the shit enough that she's tired of doing it the same way so that she can realize that it's also probably good to step away from the conversation right now. A lot of women aren't going to do that. A lot mm-hmm. of women are going to chase you around and mm-hmm. try to keep you there to argue with them. That mm-hmm. shit is toxic as fuck. Toxic is a motherfucker. Um, but <laughs> in order to win with that situation, I say, you know, your best case scenario is to separate, you know, try to calm down so that when y'all come back, y'all can have a, a level head and a level ground to have that conversation on. Because women are... No offense. Mm-mm, don't don't categorize. Okay. No, no. This is this is this is about when it comes to this is being real. <laughs> when it comes to y'all wanting to have y'all point across, y'all won't get that point across by any means. And that could be another. And that's what I'm saying. And that's what I'm. And, and thank thank you. See see where I'm getting at? You feel me? Like some women have to get that point across. Some niggas are just. You know what? I understand that I get it, but I'm not finna go back and forth with you and stay quiet. And then that's, like you said, he don't give a fuck, him, whatever, but his form of not dealing with shit, that may come from him seeing a whole bunch of shit out here and he just don't have no more reacting. Mm-hmm. Well, vice versa. Like, some people just are tired. Yeah. You feel me? Like, PSTD, the fuck out. Yeah. <laughs> Been checked out. So, you feel me? What's the point of keep beating that shit when I go to sleep at night and I'm beating this shit by myself, but then I wake up and I got to argue with you no nigga, like you feel me? Some women just gotta get that point across, and some niggas just yo, like we yeah, get it. You gotta mm-hmm. look at it from both points. Of yeah, that's what I'm saying. I have been in a relationship where it was like a lot of things that bothered me, and I said nothing, and mm-hmm. I let a lot of shit go, and I let mm-hmm. a lot of shit happen. And then you got another one. So and that's now it's like anything that bothered me, I'm saying going to that shit. Right yeah, yeah. Yep. Yep. Every yep. time I don't like something, I'm going to say it regardless of how he feel about it because and, I need to meet her. And and that's a point, a, a part of, of PSCD too. PTSD. Mm, I'm all this. It's so many letters. Forgive me. I'm not slow. Y'all heard me saying correct this whole time. Don't try to come for me. But some people, they just don't say nothing. That's how they. That's that's their form of because it's so much built up in, inside of them that they know firsthand that the moment they explode, it's a wrap. So some people are best to just don't say nothing. Don't deal with it. Let me talk to you. Like this. Let me have a regular conversation about some shit that turns into this. Because if I go head on with you, that shit from five years ago, from ten years ago, it's all just gonna keep. It's just gonna. It's just gonna turn the fuck up. And your little didn't call me back at two o'clock. You just reaped all of that shit from Keisha doing wrong. From in your case, Mike might have did something crazy ten years ago. So it, who never knows? You feel me? But that quiet person, like them quiet people, it's a reason they tell you leave them alone. Now, on the flip side, because we kind of been talking about the, I'll say the bad relationships mm-hmm. and things like that. Another form of relationship PTSD are the people who run away from happiness. The people who are looking for problems in relationships where there aren't any. You feel me? It's a lot of that going on, too, because you're so used to the negative. Because everything in the beginning or all your examples you've seen have always been mm-hmm. some fucked up toxic shit. You know what I'm saying? That when you get somebody that's genuinely all about you and it's like they doing everything you want them to do and then it's Why like, doing this shit? what the fuck is wrong mm-hmm. with you? You know what I mean? Like, you don't see how fucked up I am? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Why you love me? You know why the fuck you choose me? me? The fuck? You don't fucking see me? I'm, I'm fucked up. But you want to, you want to, shh. Brave. Yo, that's but, another form me? of PTSD. I've definitely been in that it's situation. So many of us that like let trust and mm-hmm. you know just are damaged. We just gotta keep it a being. You mm-hmm. feel me? Like we are damaged souls because we didn't dealt with a lot of damaged people. And if you believe in spirits, you know, connecting and shit like that, us having sex with damaged people, like we just literally transferring these energies and just doing a whole lot of fucked up shit and yeah. getting fucked up in the process. Yeah. You feel me? So when you see that. some shit where somebody is genuinely like I said, fucking with you, mm-hmm. you can trust them. It's like, can I really trust you? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like the last really, person I really trusted. You trust really it. fuck with me mm-hmm. like that? You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. bad stuff, you 
you start stop believing that good stuff can that happen. that shit is happening. Right. You know what I mean? You know that even in the fucked up relationships, y'all had y'all good moments. You feel mm-hmm. me? So it's like you still are waiting for that fucked up moment to drop mm-hmm. because I remember in those old relationships where shit was peachy keen. Mm-hmm. I remember where shit was perfect. So we thought. You know what I'm saying? Shit. So the one be yeah. when you uh. You fucking around and you and some whole brand new shit. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, that one argument that took shit to the roof of your last relationship yeah. ain't doing it in this one. Yeah. You be sitting there stuck, confused, the fuck. Like, yo, why the fuck that shit go like that last time? And it's the same shit, same scenario. And all you did was calmly talk through that shit Listen. and came up with an execution with an apology. Motherfuckers that get apologies that ain't never got them before, niggas. I hate to I hate to stop saying I, I hate when motherfuckers be like why you why you apologize like why you apologizing so much why not ain't you supposed to apologize when you fuck up I thought you feel me you supposed when you do something wrong to somebody you care about an apology is what's supposed to come next with a plan of action that's different from the behavior before they on the live saying that they question everything mm-hmm. and they're like everything at this day and age yeah. and but see and that's, that's why sad. I say. And no disrespect to y'all, I hope y'all do not take this in an offensive way at all, but that's why I say we damaged. Yeah. Because I'm the same way. You know what I'm saying? I question everything, and it's because of the shit that we've gone through. And, and the shit that I've done while I was going through shit. we haven't genuinely healed. You know what I'm saying? When you really heal, you don't, you don't notice that shit anymore. That, or you'll see that shit, and it doesn't affect you in a way that it used to. You know what I'm saying? You can see a red flag and make a mental note of it and be like, you know what? i seen that shit before. I'm going to get on out of here. Mm-hmm. Instead of seeing that shit and being like, no, because my ex used to do that shit. You know what I'm saying? I'm not about to take it from you type of thing. Like, that just means you haven't healed in a sense where you should have. You feel me? And that's my whole like conclusion of the PTSD in it. You know what I'm saying? People that have PTSD, they genuinely have to, like, talk to people about that shit. Mm -hmm. That's not some shit. Or it is some shit that you can heal on your own. I don't want to say that it's not. But people that have, when you think of people with PTSD, you know that they really suffer from these certain triggers. To the point where they have to actually go and see somebody and talk to them about the shit to try to work those triggers away. You feel me? So when it comes down to the triggers that you have from past relationships, you just gotta genuinely heal from that shit. Like, and Chuck know that that's not an everybody thing. Your friend that always excuses themselves from everything. Y'all can go out somewhere and that person that always excuses themselves the most on the table, check on them sometimes, yo. Because something triggering the fuck out of them. Because I've definitely been in an atmosphere where, you feel me, like, I had a homegirl... Definitely been through some shit in life. We was out in a setting, and another couple was getting a little. From, we was all out as a group, but it was a couple that was being a little, you know, a little, a little edgy. Mm-hmm. She literally kept excusing herself, kept excusing herself. So niggas just straight slam like, "Yo, you good? You feel me? Like the kids straight? You feel me? Like you sick?" She just literally just started breaking down like, "Yo, I'm not feeling this shit right now. Like I came to have a good time, but this is a reminder." And I'm just like. Well, damn, like, had you said that shit, niggas would have been left. Niggas would have been, had someone excuse them from the situation and you. And that's why, you feel me, like, if you go out and your friends that don't really have fun like that, you feel me? Sometimes, though, you gotta, you can, you gotta ask your friends questions, yo. Like, we too old to not tell motherfuckers what's wrong with us. Granted, we don't like to, but you had a point where motherfuckers don't really care what's going on out here. You know what? I'm glad that you brought up friends. Because I want to talk about that also. How Relationship PTSD about? with friendships too. Mm. Because we talked about it with parents and we talked about it with you know partners and shit. But that shit is very real with with friends too. Definitely, if you're that's, why, that, that's why that no new friends thing really stuck with niggas when Drake dropped that shit. Because it was like mm-hmm. you so used to meeting people and they fucking you over. It's like you know what, no new friends. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? It's getting to the point where. Even recently, you know what I'm saying? Like, people that I thought I could trust, you know what I'm saying? I'm realizing that I really can't. 
And it's like, Life. that shit carries with you to new people that you meet. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, you don't want to get to know new people. You don't trust. I say this shit all the time when it came to when me and the girls linked up. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I had just went through some shit where a person I genuinely fucked with, genuinely loved, had fucked me over. You feel me? And they were there through all of that shit. And I always talk about how in the beginning, I was always questioning if they really fuck with me. Because it's like, yo, I didn't thought so many people fuck with me before when the whole time they just used me to get to somebody else or, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's a lot of fucked up shit. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Yeah. Like, but either way, it's very common to have relationship PTSD from your friends as well. You know what I'm saying? And shit. My favorite thing is niggas be like, why you don't talk to people at work or coworkers and shit like that? You fucking coworkers and fuck the nigga over. You feel me? Like, I don't make friends with nobody at work because mm-hmm. the friends that I the friends that I have, I keep them. The associates I have, I barely want to have have them. You feel me? Like associates. Friends, coworkers. And then see, I'm different. Like, people you deal with on the regular. Most of my time at work, I work twelve mm-hmm. hour shifts. I do work at work six, seven days a week. So mm-hmm. most of my time is at work. Right. My yeah, best yeah. Right. So you come from you at work. See, and that's the thing. Like, see, and 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 with that, it's certain. It's not saying that you can't trust all coworkers or all associates are bad people. It's just like you said, when you've seen enough of that fucked up shit, make you be on guard. I go clock in, clock out, go home. When I go out and hang out with friends, I hang out with the friends that I know are on the same agenda that I am on, and that's it. When it comes to associates, you really got to watch yourself. Because like you said, people come around you just because you do X, Y, and Z, because you know the the who's the knows, and because no. you just in a circle with genuinely good vibes of people, and they can't figure out why they've never been invited, but they know that they kick it with you because you don't know the, the shit that they might know. I say it I say it all the time, especially when it comes to this brand, you feel me? Like I genuinely know that Tulsa Slick is very at the bottom. We're we're base level. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We're still in the building process. But you know how people always say that other people see your potential more than you do? So it's like I really be worried about who's trying to attach with me mm-hmm. because they may see or may think they know where Tuxedo Slick is going. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm going to be in some form of, you know, spotlight. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And they try to figure out how they can get a piece of that I'm shit. I'm very, very cautious of who's trying to ride that coattail. One, because I can't way too much about my brain. But two, because like I said, I've been fucked over by people that I've genuinely gave hella fucks about. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, these are people that could call me in the middle of the night and I'm getting out of my bed. It's time to ride. Whatever the case, you need me leaving work to go and get you because you can't drive your car because you sick. Like, all kinds of shit. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I've, really form this like mentality where it's like you have such a trial run with me where I fuck with you but I got you so at arms like so pushed back that if anything happened I can just get on out the way but when I see that you genuine then I'll let that shit down you feel me like but it takes so long for me to do that with people because of the shit that I've gone through in my past like this, this nigga Meek just put in a song. He said, "Niggas always want tickets to the shows, but did you help me set the stage?" You heard. Nobody setting no stages. You heard. Nobody putting nothing to nothing. You heard. But they won't be seen with the people that's doing something, yo. Like you gotta really watch yourself. Like even with people that have small businesses or just starting a brand and you getting your buzz, yo. Watch these people that you feel me like. Just just watch. Mm-hmm. You'll you'll know the genuine, the genuine people from. Like you said, the coattail riders. Because mm-hmm. genuine people, they gonna post your shit. They gonna support your shit. They gonna put your shit out there how it's supposed to. But somebody that's beating that shit trying to be, you feel me? Like, thinking it's they shit, that's the ones you gotta watch. I always want my motherfucking niggas or whoever rocking with me to fuck my brand as if it's theirs. 
But when you think you finna step in front of in front of me or the, the creators, like that's when you really gotta watch certain motherfuckers. Cause people get above themselves sometimes, yo. I'm telling you. What are the comments on the last day? Probationary period for everybody. Mm-hmm. Every fucking body. No, cause cause these six months not gonna be the same other six months. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Like you might have caught me at a good time. We might have caught each other at a very good time in each other's lives. Where we can vibe like that. But one of us might fuck up, and then that's when the real, like, it, it really, and it's sad how everything in life really comes down to when shit hit the, when shit hit the fan, yeah, who really yeah. rock with you. I was about to say, that's when I realized, it's always, it's always that, yo. Disagreement. It's never, it's, 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 it's never, you see how they handle it. You make it through the storm with this motherfucker, it's always, you gotta have a falling out. Well, you know, I only known this motherfucker for a couple of months, so I ain't, ain't my real friend anyway. But whole time you've been looking at him like a real friend. Exactly. Then all of a sudden now you feel me? Oh, well I need help, and you ain't helped me in the. I didn't help you in the way that you wanted me to, or I helped you in the way that a friend should in the guidelines of being a friend. I'm about to say you feel me because we say we go through that shit. Niggas straight slam. I I support. Everybody out here financially ain't nobody in their mother always got a dollar when a nigga drop some shit or do whatever. But I know if a motherfucker say, "Damn, I want a sweatsuit or whatever," I know who to put in that shit. When motherfuckers say, "Yo, I need some hosts to do something for," I know who to go to. When niggas say, "Yo, I need graphic designers," I know who to go to. Yeah, it ain't all about putting a dollar in 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 that person's hand. But long as my brand is on somebody's name or coming out their mouth, your job is done. I I appreciate you. Motherfuckers be acting like, well, why you ain't buy the shit for me? Mm-hmm. I'm, wait, that's where you come in. I told them where they can get an official 100% fresh whatever they needed to you. And they want 10 of them motherfuckers. I got a, <laughs> a homegirl. She ain't never hit me up for promo. Not hmm. once. Hmm. No fucking problem. What she did do was plug me in with somebody who was going to pay me $200 for an event. That's what she did do. Okay. And I charge nowhere near that for promo. <laughs> so thank you, thank you. Like you said, it ain't always about putting a dollar in your somebody's pocket, but if you can that put plug, me a plug, plug or a situation that's gonna that put some dollars or put opportunities, for I would never be mad. At that. I would never be mad if a nigga say, "Yo, I know I ain't never supported your music, but here go Babyface." Yeah, <laughs> I know I ain't never bought a CD, but it's the best I can do for you. I bought Babyface. Maybe y'all can make something happen. Thank you. Oh, this is niggas. They been they A and R's. They done been did. The, thank you. I appreciate that. Cause at the end of the day, you saw enough in me to tell somebody else. So that's how I look at it. But definitely gotta watch the fake shit. Cause a nigga straight slam will say that's they brand, mm-hmm. make a whole other page, and make it oh, <laughs> make it seem like it's they brand. But yeah, I wanna wrap the topic up with this. You feel me? Like when it comes to relationship PTSD, whether it's coming from friends you know, family or, you know, significant others. Know what your triggers are. Work on those. Try to heal from them as best as you can. Um, I know all that shit is definitely easier said than done. Mm-hmm. But you you feel a lot freer. All proud of like a better sense. You feel me? Like you feel a lot lighter. Uh, once you let go of that type of shit and you're able to just go through life being... You know, I want to say optimistic, but not stupid. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. learn from these lessons. Don't, like, when you heal from them, don't act like they never happened. Right. You know, don't act like you're just healing from one thing. Stupid. Ain't nobody you just know, healing from one thing in you life. Feel you feel me? me? Try to but, heal from you know, all. Make sure you know what you see. Like I said, those red flags, don't ignore them like you used to. You know, pay attention to those and move accordingly. Um, yeah, from there, we're going to go on to our next sponsor. Listen guys, she has a lot of shit going on. A lot of shit going on. Um I fucking didn't write down. I wanted to write down everything that was in these holiday boxes. Okay, so she's coming out with holiday boxes uh that have a whole lot of shit in them. Uh, the pre-order start this Friday. Some of the boxes come with like premium flower pre-rolls. Um, 
fucking super fits. Fast bombs. You said come with Urban and Fusion. Fucking, yeah, she's <laughs> like dropping some real shit, okay? Your whole description. Um, she's also coming out with a can of cookbook. Those pre orders come out this week, too. And she really teaches you how to make like food with the can of shit. I see a YouTube channel coming. It's gonna have drinks in it. Um, that shit is lit. What if she okay. pop up on Mother's Door and Snoop baking and shit? Yo, you I, better, you better go ahead and spit. Hey, go ahead, Jay Walker. Bon Appetit. Yeah, th- like, th- that's how she, <laughs> she gotta be on, like, something. Like, yo, yo I, I see it coming, because, yo, like, niggas been smoking grass for a long woo. time, but to see, to see Jay Walker. Listen, Jay Walker. Jay Walker. <laughs> go ham like this, yo. And it's not just on one thing. She saw one thing, Master Dad went to the next. Listen. Master Dad. And, and went just to the keep next. going. And just keep going. Like, it's and not even like... Going. And then, and, and, and this is just real shit, you feel me? Friend to no friend. If somebody walked in here with that shit that when you gave me, and I ain't know her, that, that, uh, the, the cake or whatever, yeah, that you yeah, gave me that yeah, shit, yeah. I would automatically be a fan. Like, it wasn't, it's not like, it's not the riding the homie wave, wave or nothing yeah, like that. It's yeah, sure yeah, enough. Yeah. I ain't know this motherfucker. Somebody like, bought this bitch in here. That's, that's really the only edible <laughs> since I've been eating edibles. That really get me right. Like, that, yeah, because I got a high tolerance. That shit is lit. So, yeah, anything that can get a high tolerance, <laughs> smoker high, that ain't weed, job well done. Listen, okay, so y'all can DM her to pre order. Okay, follow her on all social media at Canna Snub. Okay, Canna Snub. S N O B. You having a hard time spelling. Um, <laughs> and when you order, let her know that I said you. Y'all already know. Um, this week we do have a black and bold. Um, it's really, really quick though. Um, this uh, week's black and bold goes to all the small business owners and the content creators. Okay, twenty twenty was a ugly ass year. Okay, it was not easy at all, but we persevered. Okay, we continue to create and hustle and had to do shit like never before. Honestly, okay. Um, we had so many plans and goals, some we accomplished, some we didn't, but we didn't give up. Okay, I commend us for seeing the light in such a dark year and making the most out of it with what we had. This is why all of us are this week's black and bold. You can show your love by shopping with a small business this holiday season. Black Friday is coming up. I know so many small businesses that are having Black Friday sales. I know that, you know, the major companies have such an easy way to purchase from them and you can get next day shipping and, you know, shit like that. But shop shop small, okay? Show some love. Go around okay? the way. Because niggas worked hard this year. Go see your mans in there. Okay. You ready to get into these quickies? Cheeky quickies. Y'all love the quickies. Who birthdays was it? Who birthdays was it? Okay. Um... President-elect Joe Biden. Hey! Happy birthday. He turned 78. Happy birthday, Uncle Joe. Uncle Joe. Fabulous. Fabulous turned 43. Mike Epps turned 50. Yeah. And OJ the Juice Man, his birthday today, he turned 39. Okay, Juice Man. That's... Okay. Yo, shout out, shout out, yo. <laughs> shout out to Fab. Cause your shout birthday weekend Fab. definitely was lit on from off of his Instagram. Him and Jim Jones. I didn't know him and Jim Jones was the best of the friends that you ever did see. I did not know that they was homies like that, yo. But I was I was I was happy to see yo. You like you really do, yo. But I, I gotta remember, yo, he definitely was an exec around here and definitely was yeah, like, yeah, yo, them niggas be drippy, yo. Two of the flyers, yeah, yeah, yo, it's yeah, yo, it's like the two freshest nigga house where they gotta know each other. They gotta be homies. <laughs> All right, so we gonna let's say the little quick ones that we can just, you know, speak on. No disrespect to some of them, respect, because then we got some, you know, we can really chime in on. Okay, okay. so um, Boosie is okay. He's home. Um, after being shot last week, um, and he said he still has his leg. Nigga definitely did say he had his leg. <laughs> he you know, definitely wanted y'all to know he had his leg. I don't know why niggas was really saying. saying. Nigga said to me, he if y'all here wild, nigga, I took okay. my shit with me. I'm, I'm good. Okay. Um, what else? Oh, Nicki Minaj. She having a docu-series. 
um, about her. Pew. Coming soon to HBO Max. You said pew. I think I'm gonna watch it. I, I think I'm gonna watch it. She a hater. And I, don't like I think I'm gonna watch it because it's 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 gonna be. I'm, I'm nosy. Nikki, Nikki, what I was trying to say earlier. <laughs> there you go. Why you can't say it? I don't know why, yo. But it's like that Nikki. Once they talk about that time and the early young money going up, I want to see all of that shit. It's not gonna be about that. But I need. I think, but so. I think it, it's gotta be. I think so. It can't, she you can't said, have a whole. She said it's gonna God. be uh, going about. Her career and how everything started and yeah. how she got to where she is. It's gonna get into like she, her life. Right. No, uh, uh, this about is all. this is like this is basically all right. So she's. Well, I feel like every artist do that at a point in their life where they sit down and do a document. We've always seen like the YouTube series of certain shit, but she gonna actually sit down and do because what she do is the, the, the Pink Friday document or some like shit. Nikki so superficial, she don't want to look at her old self. I feel like, but but I feel like she loved her career enough that she do though. I don't know. I feel like she She ain't dropped no real hot music, and Shorty just took home best female rap. Come on for the uh, Barb's cancel us. We gonna keep moving. Y'all be scared. Listen, it's certain groups of people that can get you out of the game before you even get there. And the Barb's and the Beehive, and you know I can't fuck with them. I don't want to. Okay. You know, I already got attacked by the Beehive. I love Nikki. So I mean, the Beehive, they'll take anybody who say anything wrong about that child. I said the wrong I mean, thing. They was like, hold on. Oh, I said the wrong thing. They were in a while. Praise to Bobby Brown on the loss of his son, Bobby yeah, Brown Jr. Yeah, yeah, um, his family just went through all that's kinds of weird. shit. And I just heard that uh, 21 Savage prays to him and his family. Um, his brother was stabbed to death in South London. So, prayers to all of them. Um, yeah, shit crazy. Um, oh, yeah. DJ Luke Nasty. Did you see that? Yo, shout out to DJ Luke Nasty. I just don't want to stand next to you um, because I don't know whenever God's going to take you. But that beat, that mix, my nigga, I gotta give you that one. Creative in all the ways. Shout out to the creatives. And then we can say shout out to the creatives. Ah, okay. Because okay. that song and so many rappers have done so many shit and right, have listen, never thought on. to do that, Joe. If you haven't heard what's going on, why DJ Luke Nasty is trending, okay? He released a song called Rain. But it was sampling Kirk's Frank, Kirk Franklin's Melodies from Heaven. Then that beat came in. Said, oh, he's going to hell <laughs> in a jet <laughs> on a world tour. Y'all say he's going to hell in a jet on a world tour. All that money, that shit Y'all was said creative. We're gonna get that nigga there quickly. Okay? As an artist, show, like, yo, that shit was some dream Listen, shit, yo. Um, that shit. What's hilarious? Nevertheless, I don't know who did it, but they got it deleted off of all. Oh, because Kirk Franklin got the same lawyer Shirley Caesar did when he when they did the whole yams, greens, yeah, potatoes, yeah. tomatoes oh. thing. Kirk Listen, Franklin got the same lawyer. Yeah. Listen, it's a I was cracking the fuck it's up. Funny why I last this shit. Uh, it wasn't. Even, I mean, at this point, they on the line. She gonna say this nigga getting struck down. Yo, I'm, I'm feel like this, yo. As a, as a, from an artist standpoint, yo, dope as shit. That shit was smacking, like big slaps. But still. But from a child of God, you're of reaching. God. He's reaching. I would never. He's reaching. Cause I could like no. Well, I can imagine Kirk, and then you know Kirk Franklin is a a, a born again sex uh, <laughs> fanatic. You just gonna do that though? And I don't know if Boy, yo a good day. I'm mistaken, but I I think he might have made his profile picture like a picture of Kirk Franklin. Yeah. <laughs> what happened was he put out the beat, but he put down. The gift of Kirk Franklin dancing to his to the song from Melodies of Heaven. So that's how he was promoting it. So that's how he got wind of it. And you ain't asking for clearance, of course. Oh, he's he going to hell. Hell. You going to hell? You going to 
you gonna the niggas took all your shit off, so you said I'ma just be Kurt and put a bitch up with Kurt Franklin. Yo, though. Hi, brother. But he's a disrespectful guy. Yo, but I'm just saying, yo, that is the ultimate petty, yo. To sit there, you'll say you gonna take all my shit down off the site. Well, fuck it. I'm the new Kurt Franklin. Put his picture up. Yo, I swear. Listen. Man, all he had to do was get plies on the song. You know what? We're moving And that nigga, Bosler, killed that shit. You know that's right in that nigga. Because it rained down like a mountain day. Listen. I'm sorry. If you follow me on Facebook, you know that I like Big Lotto. I love Big Lotto. Okay. Big Lotto. But she is getting heat this week because she out here still a wig. You said the real weed killer. She the bundle bandit. She the bundle bandit. Okay. Because she didn't no. deny it. She definitely she didn't like, deny that shit. She came at me better. She said she should have came at me no, better in two, me and two years earlier. <laughs> Nigga say you're two years I late. And that be the part that be the, the, the point too. She's still a youngin'. Yo, but Shorty Straight Slam told Shorty you're two years too late. This one I'll listen. I'm so glad my brother went alive. Okay, listen. She a Clayton County bitch. She say Clay Cole made me. Okay. Them bitches is wild as shit out there. That's why she ain't fitting on that show. Okay. We knew she, she was grounded in them little ass kids. But what a Clayco bitch Yo. did. Okay. Sorry to y'all. Yo, but y'all know how y'all did. She straight slammed. Got hella followers. It's, it's tuned in. You gotta think about it. She so already had a, she, she had a hell of a following. So what she was doing, she was telling the girl that she'd promote the shit. That yeah, send me the hat, I'ma promote yeah. it. And then she kept then they was like, alright, you gotta eventually start paying for the shit. That came out. It, yeah. It's more than it one like, girl that said it. One said it, and then, like, the shit just started. Everybody was like, and she oh, ain't, bitch, me too. And she ain't denying <laughs> none of them. She ain't saying none of them lying. She's, Look, y'all all two years late. Up. That's the problem. She don't do shit. She promote herself. It's like, what, had you, what has this to do with what you're doing? Oh, like, it's going to come back together. Oh, yeah. I just feel like she's doing really good. Like, girl, just, you know, get them, show them some love. Get them a couple of dollars or whatever, you know. We didn't even. Interest. Yeah, look, this is the funny part. We didn't even tip if you'd like, be like, girl, you know where just, I'm from. You know I ain't got no sense, but look, DM me. All right, maybe the joke rushing like, over. Just own the shit and, and, and but said, you know, get them some shit and keep the fucking moving. Like, you ain't got to make that such a. Yeah, she said she a real ass, bitch from the south. She is. And y'all two years she too is. late. That's the she that's all I took from the shit. Is y'all two years too late. The bag is up now. <laughs> that is sad. So sad to her. Okay. Hey, uh, bro, did you see the um, Kevin Hart Netflix special? No. And I'm not hearing did you no good reviews about it. What do you think about it? Because I didn't see it either. I caught a glimpse of it, but yeah, I, mean, I didn't really see it. I mean, if some stuff was like funny, and then some stuff was just like no. What I heard from it is I'm about to say because I he's still I'm talking about the same shit. He, I mean, he, he is, and he basically like that was like the punchline for his. Is that he's still talking about? Still talking about the same shit. It was definitely something that gets you. Yeah, it was cool. It wasn't, yeah. wasn't the funniest shit I've seen. It's not yeah. laugh now, cry later. It's yeah. not that. The people in the live saying they liked it. I liked it. I mean, it wasn't bad. But then you gotta keep in mind, nigga was on that shit. He was just trying out material for her. But what I did see from it is the ex-wife is not fond of it right now at all. She said she's still waiting on that test. Oh, yeah, they definitely so, what the fuck happened in that shit? Because I was about to say, he made some joke that she commented on or whatever. Trash, they liked it. Uh, said it was half stand up, half conversational. Uh, it's competitive enough to watch from stuff, okay. 
wasn't his normal overactive self, but it wasn't horrible. He gonna talk about his life and his life about the same thing. <laughs> it wasn't an, an intimate in his house setup. It was a testing material. It was testing material. Uh, he can't go out on the road and test shit, so I I got it. He talked yeah. about the side bitches and that shit. He talked about all yeah. that shit. Yeah, he said his wife wasn't had about that shit either. No. He fuck, he over there making the whole house. He making everybody mad, and niggas right. still in quarantine. Right. You still gotta live with her, right. and you still gotta drop them kids off to her, sir. Quarantine, quarantine. Yeah, he said, he said, I don't give a fuck. I'm in my, I'm in my house with the house. I'm on the house board. All right, board in the house. I'm on the house board. Yeah, I can see his ass being dumb as shit. I bet it was. I bet it was. Let's go into these last two quickies that I think will have a lot of good conversation about. Mm. Okay. Maybe the best ones. The versus battle. We watched Ooh. it. Oh yes, let's get into this. We watched it. Okay. So I did. So, so let me tell you. I, I want to say that I did. Knowing who Jeezy is, I knew Jeezy was going to win. But you go in that bitch thinking that the nigga that's the most entertaining is going away. Gucci came in that bitch right. like he was supposed to. I was here for rude ass Gucci. That first, I, that, that's what I'm saying. I didn't give a fuck about nothing. Gucci was going to win. Yo, that's all. I, that's all the fuck I want to see. Yeah, we knew Jesus was going to win. I wanted to see how I wanted to see Gucci real feelings, real nigga. First song was the was one was ding ding. This is this is Gucci vs. Jeezy. This is yo, but that was that was but that was already a song. So it was already a song. It's an old song. Like old song, he just released it on that day. This the thing is that it's but it's but it's Gucci. That's what Gucci, the same nigga that was on the motherfucking joint, talking about. You want to smoke with Barty? Barty Bart want to smoke? This is Gucci Entertainment. That nigga said ten. Appraise my praise my whole outfit, nigga. Let me tell you That's something. Like Cameron go get somebody and lose. I when it came Please to know. that battle, because we had originally talked about it being Jeezy and Ti, right? Yeah. And y'all knew I was one hundred percent Jeezy. Mm-hmm. You feel me? But when it came to Jeezy and Gucci, it was just a time frame for me. Like the people who know me, I went to school in Savannah, Georgia. You know what I'm saying? So mm, that was being the time down there in 06 to 08 and going back and forth all the way up until like 2012 for real, that was the time that both of those niggas was hot as fuck. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it was just more so like, in a sense, a nostalgic moment for me yeah. because a lot of the songs that people didn't know that Jeezy was, I mean, that Gucci was playing that night, I, I knew. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm in that motherfucker getting lit. I don't give a fuck who win. I'm just enjoying both the songs. But realistically watching it and hearing what Jeezy is playing versus what Gucci is playing, I know for a fact Jeezy is winning. Out of that whole battle, Gucci only got four rounds. And he had he stole the moment. He stole the whole show when he said what he said. I don't give a fuck. He get the first song, yeah, Gucci, you won that one. The second one, got that one. Then Jeezy just said <laughs> One thing's for certain. Two things for sure. And dropped the motherfucking mic and said, "I'm the realest thing yeah. in it." That Yo. shit dropped. You seen Gucci oh, face that shit? Yo, it was really like you was like, hey. "Yo, yo." I'm feeling like this. When I say he hey, sung that yeah, nigga yeah. so gracefully, Gucci straight slime. I loved everything about. Gucci it. came out that bitch. How nigga wanted niggas to do? You feel me? Like Gucci came out there still trying to do the young Gucci. You feel me? Like, and we get it. I, I, I had no problem with how Gucci came out there. 30 niggas on the side, no mask. You feel me? That's Gucci in them. That's how they gonna do. It was Jeezy, the DJ, mm-hmm. three of his niggas. Yeah, Jenny and Jenny was backstage somewhere. Jeannie. Jeannie, okay. You feel me? The whole shit. When he came out there, when that nigga G said, if he coming in with that, with that motherfucking goofy ass hat and that shirt, I ain't coming. I told niggas, he coming in with that bandana, it's gonna be a long night. That black bandana, it's gonna be a long fucking night. Jeezy came out that bitch with the mink, the jersey, the black. He sat there, he let, he let, he let Gucci do everything he wanted to do. 
I'm about to say Faded that nigga in every fucking time, yo. wanted to come there and play the song. He didn't give a fuck about the wanted He wanted that shit. his face. That's the Gucci. Thank you, yo. That's the only reason he showed up, yo. niggas for me, I sent him back. I sent him. You feel me? Like, somebody... A lot of people didn't know the depth of the Yeah. And that's because they not real fans. Yeah. And I was trying to explain to my homegirl when we were watching it that, like, this shit is deep. And you think, like, a conversation hmm. maybe two weeks ago Listen. was going to solve all that? Listen. When I said this was the first versus battle where they were not on the same stage. Mm-hmm. They were yeah. on the same Two stage. Two big ass with shit the, in between them. I was about to say, but the it's walk that they connected each other was <laughs> full of so much shit. If they really wanted to get to each other, they would have to jump over yeah. the median. By the time you they get to each other, like, security already security up there. Security already on it. That was the whole point they of that shit. They made sure, like, no, we're not going to do that. We're not going to give y'all niggas no access. That nigga, that nigga, but I'm just saying, that nigga Gucci said, don't say, dig your, dig your damn homie up. I bet he can't say nothing. Do-do-do-do-sh. Damn, oh, I said, dig your homeboy up. I bet he can't say nothing. Yeah. And, and, and the room got quiet and Gucci got quiet with it. I said it. I said it again. I said it again. I said one more time. I said one more time. I said, yo. You say, you know what? You know what? But Jeezy's DJ was about that. Like, yo, oh, he said, yo, that nigga Holiday. So he said, he said Holiday. Where you get that? Where you get that beat package from? Oh, alright. I said, oh, the DJ's got beat. The DJ, but the thing was that messed that that my pay that messed Gucci up was Holiday wanted to have his way with the show, yo. He wanted to have his way with Gucci set because he DJed and broke a lot of them fucking records. So he was trying to go... Yeah, that's when he got mad. That's when he wanted to say, Holiday, fuck your shit. Play that that shit. Play the shit that them niggas want to hear, not that shit. Because I got new shit. Then he hit him with Bruno Mars. That nigga said, oh. That nigga Jesus. That nigga Jesus said, oh. That's when he put the leg up on it. He said, oh, alright. Oh, alright. Because I ain't even in my shit yet. Don't say this, don't give a fuck. He didn't play a lot of the joints I wanted to hear. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to put it like this. Like I said, yo. I ain't here, no super his his track his his track list was was the homeboys telling him the street the street still looking yeah holiday came in there like look we gonna play these ten cause these my ten that I broke and then we can get into whatever else you wanna do that nigga Jeezy looked like he sat back and was like well what folder you think we should start with first cause like I swear to God I forgot all of that song from Goof I forget all of the shit that Jeezy really had out here. Yo, like, yo, Jeezy right. really came out that bitch and showed niggas, That's like, yo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he definitely showed up for this one. Versus went all out for say, this one. Jeezy showed the fuck up. The fuck up. With no problem with showing okay. showing out all over again. Like, every song. He, did, he definitely didn't yeah. play all the songs I wanted to hear. But he played a banger he did. every yeah. single Yeah, it wasn't a bad song. If it was a bad song, it was because I didn't know it. And he it wasn't even a bad a song. every single rap. But I think he played like two or three songs that niggas may, may not have known. But everything else, you knew them right. bitches. Right, like you could hear the audience there singing. Niggas was like, oh, every time, every time something, because Jeezy says the line, then it, the beat it drops. Niggas be like, oh, when Gucci shit came on, niggas was like, quiet. Except I'm done. The two or three songs that oh, he played, niggas played those because he was playing those. Every shit. 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 Every Niggas, I ain't never, I ain't never been on the same stage as did this one before. Listen. Say, God damn, Gucci you got half this shit. I'm glad they fake squashed it for the world. I mean, right. they went to the they club. They went to the club afterwards, and I heard it was the alright situation. They had Gucci all the way down here and Jeezy all I'm the way sure. down there. I'm sure. This gap was way big. My homegirl was there. Jeezy was there for 10 minutes. I believe it. 
Fuck y'all niggas. I'm because it was real. It, the, the street, I'm gonna put it like this. At the end of the day. GDS is like, okay, we're going Well, when Gucci is rolling up with a whole brigade and niggas outside with AKs walking by, like he's impressive, I would have been there for 10 minutes too. I'm not saying for this shit. I'm gonna put like this, yo. When, when, when you know for a fact, when you know you for a fact you put a bounty on a nigga head and send the nigga go do the work and the nigga didn't do it, he sinks your man's back in the body bag. I'm gonna okay. fuck what you think. We can talk and say we squash this shit all day. Hello. I know that nigga hates Hello. me yeah. to the core. Hey, fuck what you heard. Ten minutes, few photos, pop a bottle. See, we're not. What well, we're not gonna do is mm-hmm. chance it. Mm-hmm. We're not gonna take a chance. My album drops. My, my album just dropped. I need to go ahead and make these radio, virtual, Zoom talks or whatever interviews and shit. You said we're gonna show up because we yeah. told niggas we were showing up. Jeezy ain't no duck. Jeezy always he is. That's why. That's why Jeezy's career is here, and that's why the streets love Gucci. You feel me? It's a big difference. Nah, listen, yo, that nigga Jeezy, that nigga, him and Q from the, the president and owner of QC, yo, them niggas is best of the motherfucking friends, yo. That nigga, listen, that's some, it's, that's a, that's a different type of, uh, yeah, Jeezy, BMF is all locked up, so Jeezy ain't moving how he used to, and they don't even like Jeezy like that. Yeah. All right, let's go on to this last quickie. Okay, um, the fight between Mike Tyson and Roy Jones Jr. They're really they've been doing interviews back and forth. Okay. And Roy is talking shit. Hold on. It's going to be performances. Listen to the lineup, okay? A lineup. Listen to the lineup. Okay. It's going to be the baby, little Wayne, French Montana, Wiz Khalifa, and YG. Well, they gotta have performances because the fight gonna be five minutes. Because it's, it's, it's a fight before they fight, and then it's one more fight after that. No, no, it's only two fights. It's somebody and then them. No, they got undercut, yeah, four undercut. Oh, it's, oh, it's four. Okay, I thought it was just somebody. I thought it was just another fight and then them. But niggas got all of them before. So, what is this, an all day event? <laughs> is this a. Sorry, guys, sorry, it's not. Nah. On Saturday. So, how many of you have fights to you? They, well, maybe they one what? person is walking out with each one of them. Maybe, maybe that's maybe, how it's going to be. But if you only got four, okay. But no, no one them, they money long like that. So niggas can give you a 20 minute set. No, but what I'm saying is maybe one person is walking out with each one of them. That's a performance. That's two. And then you have like some kind of Or maybe you got two artists performing before yeah. the fight's actual start. Maybe you feel me like that, and then I don't know, but that's a that's a hell of a fucking lineup, though. I'm, yeah, that's a whole hell of a lineup. And it's what only fifty dollars. Yo, niggas out here giving y'all the world's greatest fight ever without Don King. That's a lot. Without Don, without Don King, Don King somewhere mad. Hey, yo, what the hell? I think that's gonna die. Yo, did y'all? Yo, y'all sleeping this shit. Yo, I'm feeling like this, yo. Yo, without Don King, and then you try, then you about to, yeah, you about to die. You about to have the best funeral. No, no, not going to Yo, Mike, Ty- have you seen Mike Tyson still boxing out here? Nigga, hands like his hands got faster. Like, woo! Nigga, what? Like, that nigga look like, yo. He about to, he, Roy, and I ain't seen nothing of Roy Jones. Roy Jones look like your uncle that used to be cut up. <laughs> that sit at the grill now and talk about how good he used to be. Drinking a beer. Drinking a beer with his feet <laughs> with his feet in the little pool while he cooking on the grill. That's that uncle that's about to go in the ring with Tyson. Listen. His sit pack only sit there because it used to be a six pack, so it just naturally sit there. But it's he might fat. Take a it's punch. fat. There you go. One of them, them fat cut niggas, you know. He might take a punch. He, what? I mean, like, what? He what? Man, listen, he going, he going, he going. He ain't taking shit. Die, die. He going down, down. He going down, down. He going down, down. Okay. slow as shit. He going down, down. I'm sorry. That's just what I think. You want to go? We gonna see this Saturday. Like I said, it airs at nine. Um, a lot of people performing pay per view. I think it's only like fifty dollars too. Yeah, yeah. Yo, you get the that, that's the cheapest fun y'all niggas. Are, that's worth spending fifty dollars. Yeah, we gonna wrap the show up right here, bro, bro. Tell the people where they can find you. Uh, y'all at. follow me on Instagram, Rello one four eight nine. Somewhere in them comments as usual. 
Okay, Brandy, you want to tell the people where to find you? Um, at muffins underscore mixes on Instagram and muffins mixes three sixty five on Facebook. Clout. Moldingbrand dot com slash hoodie. Dot dot dot. That's a dot dot dot. Okay, and if you are a new listener, because we do like those. You can follow me on all social media at Slick C, okay? And please put some respect on my C. It's a C I E, not just the letter, okay? That's where I be at. Catch us next week for episode 94. I don't know what the fuck we're talking about yet, but we're gonna figure it out. Um, until then. Your brother is the funniest nigga in Nebraska. What did you say? You said, show your, show your bro, bro. Here he come. My brother said, y'all can find me. <laughs> First of all, he only gets away with <laughs> shit because he's tattooed on my arm. Okay, if you ever see my tattoo right here, that's who been talking shit the I'm whole crying. fucking episode. Your brother's still crazy the funniest nigga from Nebraska. <laughs> he's a crazy ass nigga, okay? Um, but yeah, until then, stay safe, stay out of trouble, wash your hands, wash hang your ass, ass. Um, wear your mask, okay, sanitize, all that good shit. Okay, and yeah, catch us right here next week with me, Ray, and Nipsey. Rest in peace, Nip. The marathon continues, okay? Um, yeah, see y'all next week. Peace out.